Hi guys, on today's show we're looking at Swinton, Amos, Hirsch, Menzel, Garnet, Fox, Stanfield and Sandler. This week we're looking at 2019's Uncut Gems. Hello everybody and welcome to 100 Things We Learned From Film. Uh, I'm your first host, Mark Plant. And I'm second in command, John Watson. <laughs> Hello number two. <laughs> Hello number one. <laughs> toilet toilet humour already. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> How are you doing fella? I'm alright mate, I'm just, it's the weekend as of just now, so yeah, yeah, good times, good times. What about yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm alright mate, just uh, muddling through. Lockdown has been extended for pubs and things, but not for schools. Don't really understand that. Uh, yeah. I think it should be extended for everything. Extend yeah, everything. Yeah. Keep keep all the fucking shops shut. Keep everyone inside exactly. until they've had their jabs. And uh, we're the show where we try and help you learn a thing or two from the films that you're watching. Uh, we're talking this week about a pretty serious film. John watched it. I watched it. And um, we've attempted to come up with 70 things each that we've learned, uh, throw those together and come up with uh, 100 individual things that we learn from this film. John, what film are we talking? So this is one that is recommended by you. It is 19, oh, come back time. (laughs) It feels like an older film. Uh, 2019's Uncut Gems, which is proper underrated. Yeah, I... I saw this as soon as it hit Netflix. I think probably a few days into it hit Netflix. I think at least um, you've only just seen it. Am I right? This was yeah, your that, first. Yeah, that's my, my first time. I watched oh, that a second time just because the first time it was so <laughs> so tense. That the second time I could sort of <laughs> I know what's happening. Honestly, it's one of the most intense things I've watched in a long time. It it is a really really tough watch. Mm-hmm. An extremely tough watch. I watched it in a bit of a, um, a a bit of a Oscar award type binge. I watched it the same weekend as 1917, which is exceptional, yep. very very good. And The Irishman. Uh, I'd like to say I watched them all in the same day, but I think The Irishman took me a full day. I, I broke it down into a a few kind of like mini episodes. Yeah, a lot of people had to do that, didn't they? Because it's so epic. Yeah, I think just because I was drinking so much that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and it was great, and it was fantastic. But do you know what? I, I, I do think this was the, this one was the standout of the three for me. It just came out of nowhere. Adam Sandler, as soon as you see Adam Sandler's name, you think, man, funny guy, here we go. But it's, 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 it's not funny. It's not funny. He's not a likable character. Everything about him is just screams. It's just a total flight risk of a person. Everything he does just... <laughs> Just, just wrong. <laughs> He's a flight <laughs> risk of a person. <laughs> I'm using that. I'm use that. I've, I've met a few in my time. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a he's a he's a dick, isn't he? He's got gambling yeah. problems. He's got lying problems. He's he's a cheat. He's he's, oh. he's 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 not particularly healthy, from what we believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a disaster. What I mean, I, I guess I've kind of said a couple of the films that came out this year, but but what else came out this year, John? 
See, I, I probably missed it because there's, there is a lot out. 2019 was a hell of a year, so I'm going to start off with some of the sort of humdrum that we all we, we, we wanted to watch, but sometimes we didn't. So Hobbs and Shaw, I've seen that guilty as charged. <laughs> Rachel swears uh, by it. She thinks it's brilliant. It's, it's it's got its charms, but that that those shots when it's meant to be in London and it's just riding riding up and down the same streets all the time. It's a bit weird. Um, uh, Alita, Battle Angel, which uh, I know oh, it's a lover. I hated that one. X Men Dark Phoenix, John Wick Chapter Three, Terminator Dark Fate. Maybe not the best. <laughs> no, I um, enjoy it. But one of our, our favourites, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Joker, what about that year as well? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. One, of the, one of those movies I love. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> the, the other one, I think, is an overrated pile of shit. Not but, like you know. the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One of these is not like the other at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't much care for, for Joker. And, and I don't care who knows it. I, I am not bothered. You know, I, I, I'm known for the unpopular opinions on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that is a very unpopular opinion with all the chads out there. <laughs> I can tell you. But yeah, um, that was 2019 in a nutshell. Wow. Yeah, pretty much the last time I went to the cinema. You know, I don't think I saw anything in 2020 at the cinema. No, I don't think anyone did. No. No. 2019, would that have been the last Star Wars movie? Yeah, that was the last thing I saw at the cinema. Yeah, and it that was. put me off cinema for life. Yeah. <laughs> Rise of yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, just like all the other, just apart from the original three, the rest just, to me, just fell on their arses. They were just trying too much. You just, just, just don't buy it. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the fact that Palpatine's back with his unlimited fucking. <laughs> no. you know, that you, comfy? you find out that, that, that yeah that, that Palpatine likes to get it wet. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm your grandfather, which means <laughs> I've had sex at least once. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, you big electric spewing twat. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk. About, we're here to talk about a good movie. This this is a movie. This is a movie where I, I certainly learned a lot of stuff about a lot of things that I wasn't expecting to be part of the movie. We we open uh, in two thousand and ten. Um, it's an Ethiopian Jewish mine. It's a it's a it's the Waylo. It's a Waylo mine. Um, yes. There's a big stramash going on. They drag this guy out with his broken leg. Out oh, some some break, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's horrific to watch. Right to, to the bone, to the bone. Yeah, <laughs> like D- 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 David Boost Coventry City leg break oh, in the nineties. It's a real horrific, bad. horrific. Um, <laughs> what I learned about about uh, about the Waylo was that you find Waylo opals in Ethiopia only. Um, they are larger and cheaper than Australian opals, so that they're bigger. But they actually cost a lot less than Australian opals, um, and they're what they what what they call, if I can read my writing, hydropanses, which means they soak up water. So if there's a lot of fluid in the air, or if you you, you put them somewhere damp, uh, they go a yellow and brown um, if if they're left. Right. So you have to kind of keep them keep them dry, or they lose their glisten. Uh, Ethiopia is one of seven countries where opals are mined. And the industry in Ethiopia generates $2.5 million per 
Uh, $25 million per annum. I really need to figure out how to read. <laughs> decimal yeah, points, but a decimal point has a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can see why it's such a, such a big thing. Anyway, yep. you, you two fellas go into the mine when there's nobody there and they chisel away this. I mean, it just looks like a big rock, doesn't it? It just looks like a yeah. bit of rock. Yeah, yeah. We have a bit of um, glint in it. One with, tiny with a, glint. A kind of a, yeah, a little glint in it and you mm -hmm. zoom into the glint. I mean, this, this zooming into the glint was brilliant. It was really, really oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And yeah, you've yeah. got the titles. The, yeah, yeah. the music is exceptional. It's a bit like a, it's a bit like a Cronenberg film, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, why I, that's why I thought it like was... David I just thought it felt, even though the, the movie was 80s and it's set in 2010, I don't know about you, but it just felt really 90s to me. I don't know if it was just the feeling I got from the film, but it just felt more 90s than anything else. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely get that. I absolutely get that. Um, it's the, the guy that did the soundtrack is called uh, Daniel Lopatin, Lopatin yep. and he is known for doing the music on the bling ring. I don't know if you've seen that. That's the Sophia Coppola <laughs> one about the, the girls that, that rob, uh, oh, yeah, wait, Emma that rob the jewels. Emma yeah, Watson's yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I know a movie that. that Netflix keeps telling me I have to watch called good time. But so I, yeah, is, is that I, for I the director of this one? That's, that's for the director. The, that is the staff director of this. Yeah. 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 Uh, Robin Patterson, Robert Pattinson. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, not not the one that used to play for Forest. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that that's going to be next on the list because if it's anything like this, it's it's better. Oh yeah, I'm and Well, apparently uh, Adam Sandler's um, partner uh, convinced him after reading the screenplay and seeing that film, so that must be good for because um, he right. they tried they they've tried they tried to convince him to do the film over a ten year period, and he wasn't having it. Um, oh wow! It was his missus that actually persuaded him. Actually, after reading the screenplay and watching that movie, is that another wow. two things? What I, what I did learn, yeah, I've, well, I've, I've added it. What I, what I did learn was that it was kind of a uh, based upon the stories that their father used to tell them. He was a, a, a kind of a salesman, and he yeah. used to work in the Jewish kind of jewel markets, and and he did a lot of he did a lot of work there. So and, they yeah. they used his experiences on the stories he used to tell them. And he loved it. He loved. He was a better, and he loved the basketball as well. Was he a big Knicks fan or something? Or ah, right, okay, brothers? yeah, I think they're, they're yeah, I think they're big Knicks fans. Possibly, I kind of half read that, half didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we we go through this this duel, and then we come out the other side of the duel, and we're not in the duel. Where are we? We are in Compton. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Mate, I don't know if it's Compton or not, uh, but it looked like his ass. Uh, I think we're in his colon, aren't we? Oh, colon? Sorry, that's my speech impediment. I meant to say colon. Compton? Straight out of colon! <laughs> You're keeping so that motherfucker calls Adam Sandler. You're definitely keeping that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so... He's, he's getting his he's getting his colon looked at, and the the doctor says, um, and and just on the elocerial valve, and I did need the subtitles for this, as as you know, listeners, I do always have the subtitles on the elocelio valve, which is a muscle at the bottom of the small intestine, which passes food into your large intestine. It's uh, sphincter related, which was quite interesting. So. <clears throat> 
he gets out of of there and he's got his own kind of he's he's a jeweler, isn't he? He's called yeah. Howard Ratner. And I had to do a bit of Googling on this because do you <laughs> do you remember Ratner's in the eighties, John? No. The Ratner? British jewellery firm. Oh, God, Ratners, shop yeah. oh Jesus, yeah, I remember Ratners. <laughs> I remember Ratners, sorry, man. No relation. <laughs> no relation, I'm told. God, that was, that's well quick. I'm going to be that, Ratners. Jesus, that takes you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I can't think of the last time I saw a Ratners. But yeah, no no relation, doesn't exist. So he's... Yeah, he's gone to the Jewish community, isn't he? Like some kind of, like something kind of uh, John Travolta walking through the streets like, hey, and pointing at all these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to know everybody. Everybody knows him. Um, he goes and, and and collects some some money, doesn't he? he collects a yeah, a, it's a big he envelope, a, an envelope of, money. of money. Yeah, he's putting bets on kind of all over town. He's got a shop. He, you kind of go into the shop, then you go upstairs into the office, and there's a guy there. Um, there's a couple of guys there. One of them's Lakeith Stanfield, uh, who you've seen from. Atlanta, he's brilliant in yeah. great. He's in Knives Out as well, isn't he? He okay. is in Knives. He's the other. He's the other cop in yeah, Knives yeah. Out. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant in Knives Out. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Everybody's good in Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, really- I, I like. I like Lakeith Stanfield. I could watch watch him in uh, in in anything. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Dame? Which is which is character's name? Is it Demani? Demani, that's it. Yeah. So Demani's got. Um, He's got lots of kind of fake Rolexes, but there's some. There's a couple of of heavies here. There's Nico and Phil, yeah. and they're they're pretty nasty looking. Phil looks like uh, Phil looks like he was a boxer, doesn't he? Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> this angry. Guy, this, yeah, this. Uh, but this this guy's not in anything. I think he's just in this. So I, yeah. I can't help thinking he's just some sort of nasty bastard off the streets that they Somebody got. Somebody they found, yeah, yeah, because he looks like it. even a bit of a cunt. Yeah, because <laughs> as soon as the film opens, he, he, I think he offers him water, then he slaps him right across the face, and you're like, "Whoa, that's pretty much." Yeah, we're the signals. We're the, the first the on our block. We're the first on our block to have our own spring water, and he's really proud. I mean, he's really proud of this. Obviously, what I can't help thinking that that for the character for for Howard, it's it's really about face it's about everybody seeing yeah. him and, and 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 what he is and yeah, yeah. and what he's become and and more than it is about anything else he seems to be just about keeping his head above water oh, oh yeah uh, he's, he's spinning <laughs> plates left right saying and, and i think that's the thing that got me about his character he just seemed to be um one of those people that likes everything to be in a mess but he still knows where everything is so he just plays it as a sort of scatterbrain but sort of still trying to keep it all together sort of character which i really liked yeah i <laughs> i i agree i thought it was um i thought it was interesting um and 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 painful it was kind of painful throughout wasn't it yeah but this guy they they, they he put he basically slaps him doesn't he, he slaps him yeah the right across the face um, says he yeah it says he's 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 after um, so he's after the money. Um, he's after this guy whose name has slipped. Uh, my Aldo. Mind. He's after his Aldo's money, money. Aldo. He's after Aldo's money. Hundred grand he's looking for. Hundred grand of Aldo's money. So they takes I think twelve hundred dollars out of a, out of the envelope that he had, mm-hmm. and then he takes uh, his watch. He says, "I'll take this." Um, and as 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 the kind of as he he leaves on the phone, he rings Aldo, leaves him a message and he says, 
that watch is worth 20 grand. Uh-huh. Uh, you can take that off the 100 grand. 100, yeah. you, know, you kind of think, what? <laughs> wow, he's he's really arguing over kind of anything here. It's really yeah. bad. He goes to a like an apartment, like a little apartment, and it and, and it's his. It's his apartment. Yeah. The, the person in the apartment is Julia, and we find out that Julia's his well, he's having a relationship with Julia. And then yeah. he mentions, you know, well, I was getting the kids to sleep. And yeah, she says, yeah. it's not my fault you have kids. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. So she's she was, um, really stressed here. What's her name? Julia, isn't it? So she... Julia, yeah. That was the first thing she was in. But apparently the brothers wanted her because she was a, she's a socialite. So this was her first acting role. Oh, right. Yeah, so they... Oh, I think they knew Julia she Di, Di Fiore. Yeah. I think she's really good in it. I mean, she, she's like, she, she does come across as like a yeah, yeah, well-trained yeah. No, actor. She's, she's done really well, but yeah, apparently, I, I think she'd done maybe some uh, reality TV stuff that they picked up on her because she pretty much knew everybody, so they asked her to do it, and she'd done it, but I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, so did I. Um, <laughs> he, he takes this Michael Jackson on a cross. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is brilliant, this Michael Jackson. as <laughs> Jesus on this cross. Diamond this is very rare. Diamond encrusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's very rare. It's platinum, and it's got... <laughs> it's got VS2s. Now, VS2s, I looked into these, uh, slightly imperfect diamonds. That, that it's, they're referred to as inclusions. That's what they call imperfections on diamonds, inclusions. And you can usually only see them under a 10 times magnification because they're, they're, so, they're so close to being perfect, but that makes them slightly cheaper. I mean, the human eye, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's talking, he's, he's talking to, julia just before that about about the weekend uh he says who's this and she's taking photos and she says oh this is the weekend he's from canada but he's gonna be huge. <laughs> <laughs> like being from canada some sort of disability yeah yeah it's like geez okay <laughs> they, they did they did well with that because it's set in 2012 isn't it so mm-hmm. there were it was easy for them to kind of do to do that so, yeah. so the weekend's real name is abel maconan tetsfei was born February the sixteenth, nineteen ninety, which means as this goes out, it's his birthday week. Happy birthday, the weekend! If that have a good the weekend, have a good the weekend. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> have a good, yeah, have a good <laughs> the week. Uh, he sold over seventy-five million records, none of which have been sold to me, and he's been active since twenty ten. I, I listened to a bit of the weekend. It's not all for me, John. I'll be honest. You can you can keep most of it. More like the bell end, uh, possibly. Oh, is that you? Play, uh, was that a play on his, his real name? Was that a play on his real name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Un, unable, in my opinion. No, there's a, a couple a couple of couple of things I kind kind of heard um, previously, but no, I'm, I'm mostly mostly not into it. I think his big hit, Blinding Lights, Blind that, Light, was, yeah. that was pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty retro. Look at these people. Yeah, I, yeah, and that's maybe why. Just because I'm an old man. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I can't feel my face. That's because that's you've been in the uh, Lake District in the winter. It's all the wind <laughs> and the rain. So <laughs> we get back to the to the to the place. 
and Phil, the the uh, the kind of the nasty bastard, is having a right ding dong, isn't he, with these two massive bodyguard fellas, oh, these yeah. two huge black oh, guys. Epic, and, I mean, they made this Phil guy look tiny, and he's he not. really did. <laughs> and, he slapped them, uh, smacked them around. and they're at him, uh, and he he says, "I'm going to kill you for this," like it's like it's his fault. Um, yeah, even though he was, we you go could in, blatantly see him running up and trying to bloody protect him as well, which was quite annoying. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We go in, and Kevin Garnett is there. Had you ever heard of Kevin Garnett before? Not until this film. No, I'm not. I'm not a, a, a no. Me neither. Fan. I thought it was a made-up name, like a play on uh, a, a precious stone. A Garnet, yeah, so did that. But turns turns out he's a real man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Kevin Garnett. Uh, was NBA champion in 2008 with Boston Celtics. Uh, he won gold at Sydney Olympics in 2000. I mean, who else is who else is going to win gold at the Olympics other than the Americans? <laughs> Let's yeah. be fair. Yeah. Uh, he did second, they 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 won in the final against France, and third place went the bronze went to Lithuania. Slim Pickens, man. Those Lithuanians. Those <laughs> Lithuanians. Uh, his nickname is the Big Ticket, which I think is is how he's looked at in this movie as a pretty big ticket. Yeah. He retired in 2016. Right. Okay. So I'm just going to mark those down there. It's a good pile of things that we learned about Kevin Garnett. He was uh, the first just choice, slightly before. He wasn't. Apparently Who was the first choice, John? Honestly, I'm terrible when it comes to basketball, and I don't want to be racist and just say say anybody that comes to mind. Michael Jordan. Michael <laughs> Jordan or Big Shaq. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's let's let's be fair. It's it's not the biggest sport here, and we'll have a lot of UK basketball fans, I'm sure. But I, I it's not televised, is it? I don't think you can even get it on Sky. Nah, nah. Somebody was saying some, somebody was talking to me so about weird. LeBron James, and I'm like. But over he's, there, he's, I think he's the yeah, new Space massive. Jam guy. Oh, is he? He's, oh, he's Michael David. Jordan in the new Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sh- I'm shaking my head here. My head's going to fall know. off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Things we didn't need in 2021. Another Space Jam movie. Yeah. You can it's jam been it. too long. <laughs> he, he puts a bet on an, a, a classic me. I've missed this. He puts a bet on with <laughs> this 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 guy with the glasses. He looks like, uh, he, looks like he should be in... Ocean's Eleven, doesn't he? The guy that owns the restaurant. Uh, it, it reminds me of the main guy. It reminds me of the gangster for Snatch. That's the look he had. He had sort of the white teeth and the glasses. So see, and Snatch, <laughs> the, the main American guy. That's the sort of look he had. Uh, Bricktop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to keep your girlfriend quiet, Turkish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'll have Kobe and the Sixers to cover. We'll come back to the Sixers later. Um, we know Kobe Bryant. He's the one basketball player we know uh, mm. that he died last year, the year before, yeah, in a, in a helicopter crash. Helicopter crash. Um, yeah. But what we didn't know about Kobe Bryant, I bet you, was his middle name was Bean. Kobe Bean Bryant. So he <laughs> is Mr. Bean, although I certainly wouldn't have said that to him. Oh, no. Uh, he's a like, big lad. Jesus. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that just a little bit of something I kind of found out. Kevin Garnett, he's looking at all sorts of stuff. Um, he's got these massive earrings, hasn't he? Yeah, that's and huge. He said, uh, oh, I'll clean those for you. Just throw those in the ultrasonic cleaner. Ultrasonic cleaner, the technology behind it is brilliant. Um, you, you put water in the electric, it, it, ultrasonic cleaner. You put your jewels in there. 
and it emits a high frequency sound wave which creates bubbles in the water which is referred to as uh, cavitation and it removes dirt and grime and cleans the hard to reach places Wait. What I, I don't even know, know. That. No. no but I tell you what you did know no. you knew about Furbies didn't you Oh, I know, but for, uh, I couldn't believe How the eyes moved. <laughs> no, do you know what Furbies are the way forward? It's for, oh, oh, the Porsche. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I want one. I absolutely want one. It was great. You you when he was moving the eyes about, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'll be bastards. Um, they're, they're not a real thing. They were made specifically for this <laughs> for this movie. Um, they're a, 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 and a prop from the film sold. I sent you a picture of this, didn't I? Prop from the film sold for thirteen thousand five hundred dollars last year at auction. Um, <laughs> you want said it. these aren't real. In ninety eight, though, there was a bejeweled Furby, which you could buy at FAO Schwartz Toy Store. Now, the bejeweled Furby was just like a white Furby, but with 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 little bits of diamondique things kind of on the right. on the eyebrows and around its mouth. Okay, and those were those were a grand if you wanted one of those. Cost you a thousand pounds. To create these, they took real Furbies, they disassembled them, they cast the the kind of the outside of the Furby minus the fur in gold before attaching the jewels. And what the the prop master said in a, a little thing I was reading is, I wanted to do something with the eyes, but there was nothing we could do to make them look as striking as the eyes on a Furby look. Uh, and he's absolutely those? right. The eyes of a Furby are, are pretty fucking horrific. I also learned, uh, th- this is uh, apropos of nothing really, um, listening to the uh, Verbal Diorama podcast earlier this week, uh, Em on there, love, love what she does, said, talking about gremlins, that there was a 250,000 limited release of Furbies in 2000 that were gizmo furbies they currently sell on ebay for like 150 quid upwards there isn't any listed as of the time of recording so thanks very much m for telling us all about uh furbies very much for that <laughs> yeah uh is kirsty still scared of gremlins by the way uh she says she she runs away <laughs> she comes out in a cold rash <laughs> yeah so plenty picked up there um he's got a lot he's got a lot of shit in here and he? he's got a lot of, he's, he's got i mean i it's, think it all looks tacky but yeah, i don't really know too much shit. about this. and as as they're doing that he gets a delivery. He gets a fish delivery. This huge box of like fish from the fish market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, as he's, and as he opens it all up, oh, it stinks. He goes inside the fish, and in one of them is his black opal. Yeah. It's this huge Ethiopian huge. black opal, which he takes out. He shows it to Garnet and explains on it, explains what it is and where it comes from. He says it comes from Jewish Ethiopian miners. It's a real thing. There are a number of Jewish Ethiopian miners. Again, in looking into it, I, I, I could have gone down a massive rabbit hole. I go down a rabbit hole for Passover, by the way, because I don't know a lot about Passover. Um, right. But I, I, I wasn't going to go down a rabbit hole for this because I was just running out of time. But the, <laughs> I, I think it dates back to the, 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 the exodus from Egypt, where you know a, a number of Hebrews would have, you know, would have gone 
to the Middle East, but some of them stuck around in Africa and would have uh, would have gone to Central Africa, which is really cool, <laughs> which I love. It's so cool. <laughs> he demands to keep hold of this, doesn't he? He says, that, I have got yeah. to, I've got to this, have this. I'm going to be honest with you, plenty of this is where the fear kicked in with me because I, I felt it was being pressured and I could feel it building. And that's yeah. from that point on, that's when I started feeling the fear. I, I absolutely agree with you. This was the bit where I, I just... Every time something happened, and this was my second time in watching it. Mm-hmm. Every time, I just kind of went like, "Oh, I just I, felt it." In my guts. stomach goes in knots because yeah. you know that it's like, "Oh, give me it for till the end of the match, and I'll give you my ring." And you're like, that, that, "This is all going to go." So you could feel it in your water, but everyone round about him is pressuring him, his entourage. Um, yeah, it's it's horrible feeling. So and I think everybody can relate to it, and I think that's why they played on that sort of feeling of you being pressured into doing something you don't want to do, and. It's like that's some guy coming up to you in the street and saying, can I just use your phone? Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. You're like, I don't really know. And, and maybe it's kind of slightly different because this guy's like the most famous person in basketball, one of the most famous people in basketball at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says he says to him, he says, oh, there's, cause there's loads going on here. It's really quick, fast. There's lots of chat. And he says, does Doc know you're here? I looked into it and Doc when I find him is Glenn Anton Doc Rivers, who was the coach at the time of the Boston Celtics. He was champion in 2008 with Kevin Garnett and was the Celtics coach from 2004 till 2013. He was coach of the year in 2000. So we know a lot about him. He's still doing his thing. We'll come back to him. Uh, Yeah, it, it's really painful. He does say, look, it's four to 500 carats and it's $3,000 per carat. Per carat, yeah. So he's basically saying it's a mill. It's worth a mill. Um, when I was looking at kind of what, what carats actually are, you know, do sell for, he's he's right. That's roughly about right. Uh, what I did learn is that um, if it was a diamond – it would be roughly 10 million, but with 10, 10 times the price. Mariah Carey sold her diamond engagement ring uh, for 10 million in 2017. And apparently that was, I think that was something like 10, 10 carats, 10 carat diamond sounds pretty good. But yeah, she, she sold her an engagement ring from her previous wedding or engagement for that very price. She should not give the ring back. This is the, this is the thing. Is it not the <laughs> to give the ring back? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Cool. Kind of what I'm But yeah, it's, it's even he's standing holding the rock though, and it's that, that glass smashes, it just breaks the tension. Everyone just jumps. Oh, he keeps there. saying, Don't lean on that, don't lean on that, don't lean on that. And he keeps leaning on the counter and he And he's staring and he's, at the thing intensely, isn't he? Mm, like that yeah. he's looking at it, it's intense. He's, he's like he, he he feels something, and as the movie goes on, we we kind of learn what he's feeling. Um he says, Well, look, I tell you what I'll do. You've got my earrings. Uh and I'll give you, I'll give you my my ring. So I'll give you my my 2008 championship, championship ring, ring to hold on to. So you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kind of leave town on that. I looked into this 2008 championship ring. The Celtics beat the Lakers four uh, two. Paul Pierce of the Celtics was the MVP, or four games to two it'll be. Uh, the ring is 14 karat white gold, and is worth roughly thirty thousand pounds. Nine carats of gems and two, and the gems, 
I can't even read my own writing. Nine carats of gems and emeralds. There you go. Right. And okay. it's really fucking ugly. I've written it's it. A, it's, a, it's a horrible it, thing. Isn't it's it? atrocious, isn't it? It's, isn't it it's worse than the ring in. It's worse than the ring in Ace Ventura when he gives the. <laughs> <laughs> it gets punched in the, the championship ring. Yeah. That's, that's the dolphins, though, so we'll allow that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's worse than the ring in the ring. Oh, no, that's, that was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> in seven days, I'm going to return your tool. Thank God there's no any VHSs anymore. I don't need to worry about that anymore. <laughs> he mentions his Knicks ring. He says, oh, look, it's not as good as my 1973 Knicks ring. Uh, the Knicks defended the title, the New York Knicks defended the title to win their second title in 73, uh, beating the Lakers. The Lakers haven't had a lot of luck here, have they? I mean, they won everything in between, I think. So we, he, he gives him the, he gives him that, and Howard runs down the street to see these two guys, quite blatantly brothers, quite blatantly not actors, like yeah. obviously guys who own this shop, and they've gone, yeah. look, you can film in our shop if you put us in this movie. These guys look like the like the Jewish version of those two brothers that are in Terminator Two uh, and Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> Do you know one one of them? One of them looked like um, Igor and uh, Young Frankenstein with a popper eye. <laughs> Marty Woman. <laughs> I ain't got nobody. does a little bit. Um, but they, these these guys are great. Uh, you know they they. they the, the bit later on, when you kind of come back to them, that one of the only characters that shows some honest kind of worry about him as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a person. As a person, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I really, I, I, I did kind of like them. So he, he he pawns it in for money and he puts the bet on. Um, yeah. Puts the bet on at the restaurant. But he's being followed by Phil and bloody the, the other guy, Igor or whatever he's called. Yeah. Those <laughs> bastards. And they follow him. He puts the bet on. Six-way parlay on Garnet playing extremely well, and Garnet seems to believe that this, it's this like this stone. rock gives him yeah. mystical basketball powers. Oh yeah, yeah, he totally believes Which in does it. Not. <laughs> yeah, Which absolutely does not. Um, but he what's has, a, he has the game of his life. Yep. What's a parlay? Did we find out? So yeah, we did, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> of course I did. Sorry, uh, a parlay is an accumulator bet. Uh, example, if you were doing it in soccer ball, uh, you bet Man United, PSG, and Nottingham Forest all to win. Nottingham Forest will lose and fuck the bet. Uh, is the uh, is what it is. Ah, uh, so, just like an accumulator, then. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just an accumulator. Which, funnily enough, I've, as we record this, I've got one on this afternoon with Forest, Bournemouth, and somebody else I can't remember. As we speak, Forest are winning, Bournemouth are losing. And the other one doesn't kick off till five o'clock. So that's uh, that's for, for once. Forest aren't messing that up, but I'm sure they will. <laughs> <laughs> is it that one the Calcutta Cup? <laughs> it is not. That's uh, that's this afternoon, isn't that's it? This afternoon, yeah. Come on, Scotland. Uh, <laughs> um, he, he, so he, he wins. He, he wins this bet, and, and really I didn't does, yeah. this out. And it's only because I'm reading it here because he says, "Oh, we've we've won big," and he goes back to the apartment. He's in this taxi and he goes back to the apartment um, and he's sending text messages to to his, uh, his, his bitterly to Julia um, and he's hiding yeah. in the cupboard. Like, this is really yeah. weird. And, yeah, yeah. And it's like 2012 iPhone messages. <laughs> yeah. It looks really dated. Um, and it's really curvy. He's like, what are you wearing? And, and are, you, are you wet? Oh, and I was like, yeah. oh, you know. 
come on, mate. This is Adam Sandler. For fuck's sake. What yeah. would Drew Barrymore say? Exactly. Perry Belly Madison. All those films together. Absolutely. Um, but I, I've missed one very important one very important thing. He's got a family at home. He's got like a wife. Uh, and what I can only assume is about 12 kids. Uh, two, two boys and a girl. Um and they've obviously got a got a, got a few Bob. Uh, his wife. Do you know who it was? I had absolutely no idea till I looked it up. Uh, I seen the name, but then you ring any bells. In 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 D in, in Mendel. I'm rubbish at this. Uh, it turns out it's uh, the main one out of Frozen. It's the one that sings "Let It Go." No way. Yeah, in in Dina Menzel. So as Dina Menzel. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go, let it go. Uh, which is Frozen, in my opinion, is a shit tier uh, Disney film. There is so little going for Frozen, uh, but just people seem to just get involved in the songs. They love the it's, song. It's, it's all about the music. It's all about the kids, mate. It's all about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on, Arno. Oh, they go to the school play, and Arno and the bodyguards are there. Yeah, like, that's bad. That's horrible. So, so he goes out. He's like, "Look, my kid, kids are doing the things. Look, I've got the money. It's you know, we've had a big win. It's been a great bet. Yet we saw you going, um, and we wouldn't allow it to happen with our money." And he's like, "What are you talking about? I won six hundred thousand uh. dollars." He said, "No, you didn't. We cancelled the bet." They batter yeah. the shit out of him, make him yeah. get naked, uh, and then put him in his boot. Put him in his boot. So he rings her and says, "You know, could could you help me?" And she just she opens the boot, and and, and then and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, like, yeah so I'm fine now. Thank you. I'll, I'll get my yeah. clothes. And then she just goes, "Oh shit! Fuck this! I'm off." Comes comes back in in the tracksuit, <laughs> like the the leisure yeah. suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, the the the, the guys that they kind of say he, he's, they're having a, a chat during the during the show. The show's really fucking weird, by the way. I don't know what the I don't know what the play is, yeah. but it's uh, oh, let's thank her for let's let's thank this girl for helping us uh, by every time she talks, she spews coins. There's money, yeah. That's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, thanks very much for that. Uh, yeah, it was a weird one. That was a weird yeah. one. They're talking about kind of what they're doing, uh, what they're doing during um, during Passover, or what they're doing after Passover. And he says, "Oh well, we're going to um, uh, we're we're saving up to take the kids away to Europe next year and give them a give these thick kids a bit of culture." Uh, and, uh, and 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 the wife of the 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 other couple says, "Oh yeah, we're 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 just going to be we're just going to be thick kids in Cancun." Or something <laughs> like that. It's kind of like, yeah. oh, oh so what I dug again. Like, <laughs> My sphincter tightened a little bit more at that point. I was like, Ooh. Um, but yeah, that's that's good. And he says, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to um, um, it's Passover. We're gonna do the usual and have the gefilte fish." Now, I've heard gefilte fish mentioned in in a lot of things. I've never really looked into it, but it turns out gefilte fish is a um, is is it's Yiddish for stuffed fish. And what they do is they grind or mince fish. And put it kind of into the fish skin, uh, and, and serve it like that. So it's it's, it's ground and minced and seasoned, and and put it in the fish skin. It, it sounds fucking rotten, but I'm sure it's delicious. I'm absolutely, I'm sure it's going to be really, really good. Um, yeah. There's a great, great, great uh, Jewish bakery uh, near near my work in Gateshead, which is exceptional. And as soon as kind of lockdown's over, I'm going to go back. 
doing my utmost to only go out when I have yeah. to. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely go back and get some of those amazing, amazing cakes and breads uh, that uh, <laughs> have seen me get so fat over the last few years. <laughs> uh, those guys are amazing. I'm not expecting to get anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting to get anything for free, so I'm not going to shout them out. But they are very nice when dealing with a Gentile like me who does not know what he's ordering. Uh, I love those guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, so gefilte fish, yeah. He says, "Oh, we're going to wait until after until after Passover, and then we're about to go and see what kind of what, what, what Passover is." But before that, he still hasn't got his jewel back. He still hasn't got his jewel back. Um, he's meant to be meeting to get it appraised because uh, it's yeah. going up for auction. Yeah, so it's going to go up for auction. It's been appraised at a mill, or yeah. something, hasn't it? Uh, yep, and he's waiting for the money, and he's speaking to. The, did you notice the, the the way he was speaking to the receptionist and the jewellers? It was just a bit of a weird relationship they had. She kept oh, the receptionist at the auction company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just a bit strange. He was just swearing and everything. And uh, she's talking to someone called Anne in the background, who just so happens to be Tilda Swinton, uh, which was a shock to me. But yeah, the, the, the dynamic between him and that women's a bit strange. Later on in the film, he starts to give her cakes and stuff. So I don't know what the, the story is behind that. It's a bit strange. I, 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 I'm lost for words. Tilda Swinton's in this movie. Yeah, but she's just a Who's voice. Tilda Swinton in this movie. She's just a voice. She's oh, the, is it the, the woman. The, the voice. Yeah. So when she's talking to someone, the person she's speaking to is called Anne, and Anne's the auction manageress or manager. Sorry, um, and, and it's uh, Tilda Swinton's voice. There you I go. I did not know. Well, Damani turns up. Have you got it? Yeah. Well, I haven't got it with me, and it's the usual. Oh. Yeah, it's in Philly. No, I haven't got it with me. Get in the car. Get in the car. It's in Philly. It's Philly. That's two hours away. Uh, Philadelphia is 94 miles away from the center of New York City. Uh, and as I was looking, it was roughly, without traffic, about one hour 54. So he's right, about two hours. Right. Away. Okay. So he didn't make that one up, that's for sure. And they jump in the they jump in the car and they drive off to uh, the exhibition center in Philadelphia where they're training. And he doesn't get in; <laughs> they don't let him in. Yeah, he's yeah. Busy, he's busy shooting hoops, isn't he? Like an idiot. Yeah, like an idiat. And Demandi yeah, goes yeah. in, and he says, "Look, you know, I wouldn't have got in with you acting like an idiot." He says to him, just as they're going in, he says. Um, he says, oh, what did Jews know about basketball? He says, oh, Ozzy Sheckman, uh, he scored the first basket. He scored the first two-pointer. Ozzy Sheckman did score the first basket uh, in in basketball in the NBA, whatever it was called at the time. Uh, he, was, uh, he died in 2013 at the age of 94, but in 1998, he was inducted into the National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame, uh, who are not fans of yours after our... Uh, Jewish sports people quiz oh, we did in the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're still they're still looking out for you John uh, <laughs> I had him on the phone the other day oh. I was like no look he's a mensch it's fine he's, yeah. he's a good man I dropped the ball on that sorry man <laughs> <laughs> unlike Ozzy Sheckman who didn't drop yeah, the ball exactly he just slammed it in the basket yeah. <laughs> did indeed put the ball in the basket. <laughs> Slam dunk the funk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <bye. laughs> 
So he still hasn't got it, but it's it's Passover now. Uh, do you know anything about Passover, John? The celebration, the Hebrew celebration? Yeah, nah, the only thing I know is the, the plan on getting a divorce after Passover, but I don't even know what Passover was. That's right. Yeah, we're going to get divorced after Passover. So Passover is one of three biblically ordained pilgrimage festivals. Uh, begins on the 15th of Nis- Nisan, which like the car, but spelt slightly differently, which is the Hebrew calendar, which is a month in the Hebrew calendar. Uh, this coming year, it's the 27th of March is when it begins. They, it celebrates the exodus from slavery of the Hebrews in Egypt. And I've put, uh, hence the plagues that they read out in the film, you know, will you read, you'll read the Hebrew and I'll read the English, English, which kind of suggests he's, he's not, I mean, he's he's not a very good Jew. I mean, he, he, he he observes, he's an observant Jew, but he's not. Yeah. He's not not practicing Jew. Particularly, um, or only semi-practicing. The symbol of Passover is a matzo which is unleavened bread. So it's like a kind of a flatbread. Um, I've, I've had it once. We, I remember it's, this has brought loads back for me. We, we, we must have learned about Passover at school um, in RE because we got to try some. It's very brittle bread. Uh, and apparently the reason they have unleavened bread is because Hebrews left Egypt in a haste, which with no time to allow the bread to rise. Uh, they do their Hebrew Seder. There's going to be a lot of people out there a lot of Jewish people out there saying, oh, man, you just give it up. You don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Talking rubbish. So we talked about the symbol uh, being matzo. So the, the Hebrew Seder is the meal and ritual talking about the story of the Exodus. So we've got all that that we've, we've talked about, which is good. And then afterwards, after the, 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 the kind of the meal, the guys go in to watch, watch basketball Um and and they're they're sat watching the game and 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 smoking and you know he's got the yeah. big cigar on and all that kind of thing which again everybody else is kind of smoking cigarettes but he's smoking he's the cigar, cigar and I can't help feeling it's about him being you know Billy Big Bollocks yeah. Which yeah, yeah. To. but but who's there and yeah. this blew my fucking mind. yeah me too Aldo. they're with them at Paso <laughs> Aldo yeah <laughs> turns out Aldo who he owes a hundred grand to is his sister's sister's husband. husband it's yeah. his fucking brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his crazy. brother-in-law. T- I mean, you can see how weak or awkward it is, you know, how awkward it kind of is for, for Aldo. He's, and I mean, again, he comes across as a bit of a bastard. Yeah, and, he, um, he keeps staring at him. He keeps staring all the time at him. He won't stop staring at him, which is quite weird because Howard's sitting talking away to is it his father. And then yeah, he's Aldo's literally just staring at with his crazy eyes as if he wants to smash his face in. But can't when you're with family. Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, Alan, we've missed a, bit, missed a bit about the weekend, haven't we? Just, you know, the bit about the weekend. They go to a party. Uh, there's like a, a bit of a party and the weekend's performing. Oh, yeah, and he thinks yeah. Julia's having sex yeah, with him. Julia. Yeah, she's snorting coke and he's he's at it with her. Um, she says, I'm working. I'm just working. Is she a drug dealer? Uh, is she an escort? I, I don't know. Maybe she must be. She might just be a socialite because that's what I'm saying. I think that's why she got a job. So maybe her job is to, to take people out for her to socialise. Because, yeah, it never actually describes what she does. But the fact she's with the weekend and getting photos done with them suggests that she might be like a part of the entourage. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, but Demani um, does. He goes out to meet Demani though, doesn't he? They get the the rock, but it's not there, and oh, it's just horrible to watch. Yeah, Demani hasn't got it, and they, they fall out. And then there's this other guy who owns Flawless, who seems like a really nice guy. They keep going on about how Flawless is a really shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jewelers. Yeah, yeah. Old guy seems really nice. Like yeah. he seems like properly like juxtaposed against this character that we that, that we're supposed to be rooting really, for. Exactly. Like, you can't help thinking if this was a movie about the other guy, it'd just be a movie about how good he is nice to his is. staff. But Flawless is and the owner of the, Flawless is the owner of the Michael Jackson pendant though, isn't he? Yeah, and he's gone in and fucking sold or, or traded the uh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and he's going. Oh, when, when will I get Michael Jackson back? Like, <laughs> it's a massive <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets to punch uh, the weekend, though, doesn't he? Oh, he does punch the weekend. Yeah, yeah. punches the weekend. Yeah, he gives him a gives him a gives him a right, a right barrier. And this was another bit when they they kind of they they kicked out of the the do, and they're screaming at one another. And this was the bit where Rachel just said to me, "Do you know what? This isn't a good film." I am not enjoying this at all. And I said, it's look, it, it's okay to have an opinion about a film that's that's not right. It's all right to do so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I thought I, I thought it was yeah, I, I, I thought it was exceptional, but I know what she means. It's it's really hard going. Oh yeah, it's first of all, it's like um, really? it's like a, it's, it's the way you'd imagine it to be in the community on the darker side and I think that's what they're going for so for the jewellers and the Jewish community and it really really works so yeah I, can, I get it but yeah it's really it's a hard hard watch yeah. a hard hard watch uh, there's a black light on in this club and I couldn't help feeling a little bit sick the fuck are you going to see with a black light in somewhere know. like that you know <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of uh, some of the uh, uh, some of the the, the the clubs and the kind of music venues that I've been to in my time. Yeah. Uh, that you can't put a on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's why they had so many phone parties to clean the place out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, my eyes are stinging just thinking about phone parties. <laughs> Happy times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Passover, the kids were hunting for like a parcel. Like they were running around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I miss that. And, and it's, it's called an aracome or aracome, uh, and they're searching for a broken piece of the matzo. So they break part of the matzo bread off, mm-hmm. they wrap it up, and then they hide it, and the kids have to search for it. Right, right, because uh, yeah, his kid found one, didn't he? He did, yeah, and they were uh, they were very excited by it. So, yeah, I, I kind of thought, all right, okay, that's interesting. There's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're driving back to from, from the father-in-law's at Passover, uh, and they put the radio station on uh, Q one hundred six point seven, The Rock, uh, real radio station, by the way, <laughs> real radio station certainly was. Don't know if it still is. What radio stations aren't about anymore. Um, and they're listening to The Stranger by Billy Joel. Uh, the Stranger by Billy Joel of the same album name was released in nineteen seventy seven, and is the fifth studio album from T- Piano Man himself. Is this when they're heading home? Are they heading home? They're yeah. heading home. And the kid needs the toilet. Of course he does. This is the absolute best bit of the film for you a like? couple of reasons. And you know, you <laughs> I can, know I can I guess. I can guess. You know I love it. <laughs> so they go in, and it's brilliant. It's quite obviously an expensive an expensive. Oh, bar. yeah, there's a doorman and everything. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. doorman. And he says, oh, want me to get the bags? 
Uh, and he says, no, no, uh, no, it's fine. We're just going, we're just going in. Okay, Mr. Ratner. And they go in. And when you go to the corridor, though, it's really like really tiny narrow. and narrow. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. really kind of like that, that bit in The Simpsons where Ned's house blows down. <laughs> it's kind of like, come on in, it's your master bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really. Uh, he said, yeah, he says, I'll, 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 it's all right, I'll knock on, I'll knock on the neighbour. You can't go in because it's being renovated, what, obviously. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want him to know that there's a bird in there. And he knocks on the neighbour. He says, oh, you're going to love this guy. He was the father in good times uh, and, and, <laughs> and an actor and such and such. And he opens the door, and who is it? Yeah, it's your man, Amos. It's John Amos. <laughs> John Amos. And I'm like, the fuck is John Amos doing in this movie? Oh, and really? But he isn't even in the movie. He's like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. It's literally a cameo in it. It's like, yeah. I don't know you are. you're not using my toilet. Fun fact: he he should have been he should have been there uh, in Happy Gilmore rather than. Oh. Yeah, he, he Instead was, of Billy D. Yeah, no, it's he not Billy D. Oh, Club Lang. Uh, yeah, Club Lang. Not Club Lang. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Stop naming people that are in Sorry, Rocky mate. movies. That yeah, he, he should have been the original. Uh, there's no golf coach in, in Happy Gilmore. Oh, man, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> and you're, uh, you're, you're frantically Googling that, aren't you? I am. I am. I thought, if I could just say it's all in the hips for a moment or two, then that will uh, <laughs> that, that, do the job. Yeah. No, he was, uh, he was in The Mandalorian. My fucking God, how do I not remember this guy's name? I'm still searching, John. You, you could be helping me here by saying fun do, stuff. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers, for fuck's sake, there you Carl go. Yeah, so he, he should have been in Carl Weathers' place, but he um, he refused it. So 26 years later, he's fine in, a, in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I would argue he's the best thing in The Mandalorian. I think Grief Cargo is a great character. Have you been watching the Man- have you watched the Mandalorian? So I'm halfway through the second series. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 brilliant. He's fantastic. Hey, Mando, <laughs> he's fantastic. <laughs> right, okay, that's that's good. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, I like Carl Weathers, uh, but I would have liked to have seen John Amos in it. Did, did you ever watch the first series of Arrested Development? Nope, it's Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers is in that. Yeah, just just watch the first couple of series of Arrested Development. It's very good. But Carl Weathers is exceptional as like an out of work actor who will do anything for free food, <laughs> playing himself. Uh-uh. He's playing himself. It's brilliant. He's superb. He's the really, really good. Yeah, I liked him a lot. And then he goes to he goes to the other neighbour because John A. must not have it. Then and there's just this guy, like this this kind of. Italian American guy, and he's like, "Yeah, well, what, what, what do you need to do?" He says, "I just need, I just need to do. You just need to do number one, even though he said he needs a shit. He doesn't need yeah. a shit, does he?" <laughs> no, he's <laughs> number one. <laughs> yeah, Howard goes into the apartment. She's left him a note. She's away, and all this kind of thing. Yeah, and as he comes out, uh, he said, uh, "Oh yeah, you've 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 got some some hot chick living in your apartment. What's that story?" And he's like, uh, yeah. "Yeah, don't share any of that. These guys are crackheads." Whaleless, <laughs> 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 yeah, crackhead. crackhead. <laughs> um, she so they, they head back downstairs. Yes, yeah, she absolutely is. She absolutely is. Um, <clears throat> so they head back downstairs. Um, he gets the opal back, and, and all of a sudden you feel, I don't know about you, but I felt a weight lifted. Uh, I yeah, thought, yeah, that was it. Right, that's, that's one less Things, thing. Things are going to work out thing. for this man. It's on, it's on its way back. Yeah, yeah. He offers yeah. him $175,000. He turns it down because it's it's been appraised for a lot more. 
he goes to the he gets it to the auction on like the Friday night for the auction on the Saturday, and then when he goes in on the Monday morning, it's been reappraised and it's only uh, appraised. I think was it something like one fifty to two two fifty or something like that? Yeah, it was right. nowhere near. Nowhere near. Yeah, the guide price. Guide price. So. The father-in-law's there to get the uh, to, to get some, and and one of the one of the nephews to get all his shirts signed and his caps and all that kind of stuff signed by Garnet, which is good. <laughs> and that was really sweet. Um, that was good. He says, "Oh look, you know, you'll be." And what what I didn't point out uh, before is that the father-in-law's called Gooey, which I think is a great name. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know what his actual name is, but they call him Gooey. He is who is who, who's the father again? Is is somebody quite well known, isn't he? He is. He's, he was uh, in Judge, Judge Hirsch. Yeah, Hirsch. Judge Hirsch. I was going to say if I was to if I was to tell you he makes a, a fantastic uh, father in the Independence Day movie. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Taxi. I loved Taxi. Well, of course, you were thinking Taxi. Uh, shame, <laughs> shame they didn't make a second Independence Day movie. I'm sure that would have been really good, but they didn't. <laughs> so, you know, nothing, nothing we can do about that. We'll just have to put up with the fact there was only ever one Independence there was Day. Only movie. one, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so g- gooey, <laughs> gooey. So gooey uh, uh, bids. Um, yeah. And and wins it doesn't he? Something like two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, yeah. He was. Yeah. He, was he should have. He should have just stopped while he was ahead. But I think um, he wanted him to keep going, didn't he? He wanted him yep. to keep pushing, but but the money. Absolutely. But the 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 I'd said to you beforehand, this auctioneer, you know, for listeners at home, I I I work for an auction company. We sell houses. Uh, we have got a very good auctioneer, and I'm not just saying that because he pays my wages. Uh, but we do have a very good auctioneer. who's very very good at what he does, and and has got some good power. You know, he's got some good chat. Um, this guy, he's like, uh, thank you, sir, and that's your bid, sir. Thank you. We're very grateful to have you here, sir. Thank you mm-hmm. for bidding. Thank you, sir. Oh, we appreciate it. Oh, suit you, sir. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Pussy <laughs> English Last guy. Night. Hated him. Hated him. What a prick. So yeah, that 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 guy, um, we, we get a we get a semi result uh from there, but it's obviously it's not uh, not what we were hoping for. Yeah. Um so he, he gives him the he gives him the jewel yeah. to go and sell. Garnet still wants it. Yeah. So he buys it, and he buys it for one the one seven five. Oh, but before that, he bumps into Aldo and his henchmen, doesn't he? And they just keep hitting him in the throat and punching him in the face, and he just keeps yeah, throwing back, throwing him into a, throwing him into a, yeah, uh, a, a fountain. fountain. Yeah, it takes some abuse as well, doesn't it? That punch in the throat. Yeah, absolutely bad. does. Um, he gets back to the um, to the office. He's kind of like crying. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Julia comes in. And, and they kind of kind of make up. She's she says, got a tattoo oh, and a bump. I got a tattoo. Yeah. What is she? What, what tattoo again? I can't remember what Howard? it was. Was, was it, his it, name? Howard. Howard says Howard. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, that's great. You can't be buried with me now." So I had to look into that. Turns out you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery with a tattoo. <laughs> what? The... Unless, unless your rabbi has already uh, agreed to uh, to let you get the tattoo. You have to have it in writing. <laughs> Should never tattoo. Uh, yeah, it's quite good. Um, the auctioneer, Adley's auctioneers, by the way, aren't real. I uh, looked them up. Now he puts on this really fucking complicated bet. He sells this thing to this this to Garnet cash. Yes, and he puts on this bet. And I, I, I didn't. I don't think I got this right because I'm sure he put the bet on in Vegas. 
Right. But she doesn't fly to Vegas. She flies to somewhere with like, like fall trees, as the Americans would call, like aut- autumnal trees. Yeah, because he's he's he booked her a flight on the Skyline, which is a helicopter trip. That's right. Yeah, and I don't know where the hell blade. that was. Yeah, but I booked yeah. you a blade. <clears throat> so, and 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 actually, this this bit this bit of the film is the best bit and the most yeah. tense. Bit. So Aldo and the guys turn up to get the money, to get the money from him in the office. She goes out as if she's going to the toilet. He says, look, can you go, can you go out? Can you go to the office next door? Um, he's locked himself in his office. She goes to the office, to the, 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 built, the business next to them, hangs out the window. He puts the money in a bag on a fucking, <laughs> like on a stick. And yeah. puts it out the window like real kind of Keystone Cop Laurel and Hardy stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and he says, "Right." And the bet is this, and it was a three-way parlay. This is going to be a three-way parlay um, on Garnet hitting what whatever he hits. It was quite, again, quite confusing yeah, to me as a non-basketball fan. Listeners, please so talk the, to the us first tap went it. So he was to get the first. So and the fact it's oh, yeah. like a, a twenty-seven point accumulator which had to happen in sequence which is what right. I got but it was like you had to, everything had to happen they had to get the first point he had to touch the ball first at the first so there's a lot of things that had to happen for the, the accumulator to work and he said if, if he doesn't if he hadn't done that it just wouldn't have worked it would have worked yeah. yeah yeah so that because that, the instructions were very 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 specific about what they wanted because she got to the cashiers pulled out all the money and says I need this but as the woman's reading it it's like that's that's a hell of a yeah. bet to, to like take. A, a, it. Yeah, it was like a menu, right? Like a yeah. Chinese restaurant menu. So. Really <laughs> like a really long, complicated thing. Um, and she she puts the money on the the guy the guy in the helicopter. By the way, you know the creepy guy that's in the in the helicopter with her. Uh-huh. You know, with the glasses and the wig. Um, I thought he was meant to be somebody, but I don't think he was. Like, I was kind of like, is is he is he like a superstar of something? Who is you he? Know, I, thought he was, uh, I, I thought he was a bounty hunter and bloody in that program about the bounty hunter. Hang on, I need to search this out. Hang on, <laughs> Dog the bounty hunter. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was. And he's like, he's like, come on, baby, we can party. I've got the I've got the penthouse. I've got all this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which was yeah, which was which was really a, a, a little bit weird. And he was saying, and she said, "Oh no, you know, I'm just going to do the, um, uh, I'm just here to do the thing." A guy called Wayne Diamond. I'm just looking him up. He's referred to in this as High Roller. He is in some films. He's in Text Message, Scarecrows, and this. Right, okay. Yeah. So, so he's in uh... some stuff. Yeah, he's a oh, he's a sound editor and mixer. He's a producer. Uh, producer, sound editor, and me. So yeah, I mean, but he's the, the picture of him on his IMDb is literally a picture of him dressed and, uh, as this character. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and now I'm looking at him in his pictures. He is exactly like that in everything. He, he, he's mahogany, like, um, yeah, like David Dickinson. like your man David Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> isn't he uh he's a funny he's a funny character um, oh yeah but yeah so she puts the bet on and, and she's she's watching it and and the guy the guy that she's in kind of the bar watching it on these tvs like these american bus station tvs yeah yeah. Them. yeah the guy's kind of talking us through and some of the baddens turn up 
I know, but it's like, do you know, even when when they show up, you laugh because if they took the slip offer, then that was that was done. But meanwhile, back in the, at the ranch, um, everything seems to be going wrong for him. But Howard seems to have a way of containing the situation, so he traps him between the doors, didn't he? Yeah. So we we, we missed earlier on that the, there's a problem with the with the the security door mm-hmm. and it gets stuck, um, and they have to use like a file, shove a yeah. file down into the. Shavings, uh, yeah, to stop it from uh, to stop it from kind of um, malfunctioning. Yeah, uh, but he removes that. He does a great job. He removes it and uh, and traps them in there. And as they're trapped in there, uh, this get obviously they're getting a lot hotter. But they're watching the game, and the game's going on. Uh, he threatens to shoot him, but it's bulletproof glass. Yes, the game continues on. He's winning. He's winning. Yeah, yeah, it's just when they're watching it, I think uh, Aldo realises that he could actually get this done. But I think before that, is that Phil guy not make, start making calls? But he seemed to think that he's put his family in danger. So Howard phones his wife and says, get the kids get, out. Yeah, get the kids out. There's been a gas leak. Yeah, well, gas why leak. would they contact you, you know, on your mobile and not contact me at home? Yeah. Yeah, he's get the kids out. Oh, did you recognise um, the house, by the way? No. So the house was the same house he used in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, I haven't seen it. Have I haven't you not? seen it. Aye, so it was the no, same house. It's a very, very weird, it's a cracking looking house, but yeah, it's the exact same house he used in Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Yeah. I've added <laughs> it. Um, so though there's guys waiting for her um, and she, she she makes a run for it, doesn't it? She goes up to see old Wayne Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> and high roller. Um, <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go and kind of get, get cleaned up. Um, you, just, uh, just you use the iPad you, and do what you need to do. Yeah, use the iPad. I don't know how it works. So she's the TV on. She's watching it and she has absolutely no idea if she's won or not. Meanwhile, they have won. So he lets, he lets them out, doesn't he? See, this is the um, bit that annoys me. This is the bit that really annoyed me because bear in mind it's, oh, it's really? a two, yeah, two-way door. So in my eyes, I thought he was going to let them out as in just let them out, but he lets them back in. I was like, he does, uh, yeah. And I, no, I, I, I kind of wasn't surprised that he did because he's won a lot of money. Um, it was it. that huge amount of money because it was over a million, wasn't it? Yeah, over a million. It was over a million. To Aldo, you know we're 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 all right. You know, I'll I'll get you your money. It's it's coming back from from Vegas or Reno, wherever the fuck all this money is. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, "Okay, yeah, fine, uh, yeah, one point two million. So he, he lets them out. Um, she's then seen getting into the car. Oh, this is brilliant, by the way. They do this really well. Old Wayne Diamond goes to collect his money, goes to uh-huh. collect her money and the bet in the banks, yep. and takes it into the car." Uh-huh. puts it in the car and she's in the car and he's like that. Oh, maybe just one drink. She's like, no, honey, bye. bye. <laughs> Thanks I'll for all your money. help. Maybe bye-bye. another time. Yeah, he's got the case just full of money. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm not getting my hole. <laughs> brilliant. She's away doing that. Um, so Howard lets them out. Phil puts a gun to his head. He's like, look, there's no, no need to, no need to. We've got it all sorted. And just fucking shoots and kills Howard. Shoots him through the fucking face. Right. Right in the cheek. Um, yeah. Arnold's kind of like, what? What have you done that for? Tries to escape, kills him as well. And then they start smashing everything up um, yep. and start basically looting the, looting the shop, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Um, I was just lying there on the floor. What I was, I was gutted, man. After all that, you, you, you build a, a, a like a rapport and relationship with this character. You, and you hate him. He's a hateable character. But you're thinking, you know what? It's come good. Always come good. And then blammo, dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it. I. I think it had it had to end that way. It had to end that way, and I'm really, really glad it did. Mm-hmm. Because what would have been next? You know, yeah. he, he's only a month away from this shit happening again. You know, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's not a he's not a, a great protagonist. And I always argue this, and I've gone completely against type protagonist. I have to have somebody I'm rooting for in the film. And I guess I kind of was rooting for him, but I didn't like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's an anti-hero. He's definitely a, a somebody that you're, oh, this is the main guy. Whereas, whereas Wolf of Wall Street, I fucking hate Wolf of Wall Street because I don't know I don't know who I'm supposed to like. <laughs> I don't know who I'm supposed to like. I fucking hate the main character. I hate Leo in Wolf of Wall Street. I hate them all. I hate Magic them all. Magic McGonaghy, as he's all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you need to get those numbers up. Is what you need to do. Um, yeah, so uh, we zoom into his face. Uh, just very much, it ends exactly the same way it started. It started into the face and his body. Yeah, absolutely. What I also learned that I've missed off here: there are um, seven games in the playoffs max. Um, you play the first four, and if there's a winner from the first four, then it is a done deal. But yeah, there are seven games maximum in the playoffs. I love the movie. I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I didn't think I'd like it quite as much the second time, but you know what? I did just yeah. as much the second time. Yeah, it's just me a cracker. I must admit, I've, 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 I've gone to watch it again and hopefully it won't be as intense, but yeah, that was, that was something. That was something else. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Anything to add, John? So, apparently... Jonah Hill, he was uh, originally uh, set to play the character, but he was too young. Oh, so right. Yeah, right. so they'd, they'd already um, spoke to him about it, but because of the sort of age, I think that's probably why they, they've gone for Adam Sandler later, because of the because he's obviously a lot older. He would have portrayed the character a lot better. Um, and it was Adam Sandler's uh, idea he put the teeth in, his false teeth. Right. So, uh, I don't think uh, I realised he had false teeth. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing false teeth and a and a, and a, and a plastic mole. <laughs> that oh, mole right. Is, it's a fake mole. <laughs> so he is. So he is. Yeah. Uh, and it was Julia's idea to put the uh, the tattoo on her ass. Don't know why she thought that'd be a good idea, but she she wanted the Howard. Um, other things. I'm trying to think. There was there's a few things. I think his his shop had to be built from scratch for the set. Um, Howard's whole shop. Oh right, okay. Because I actually thought it was a place, but it turns out oh, it was just it was just a set they built. But I think that's me, buddy. I think I'm out. Yeah, that's me as well, mate. I think I'm completely out. Um, oh, one last thing I'd missed. It's filmed on 35 millimeter film, which they insisted on the Safety Brothers, uh, and because that was going to cost so much to do, uh, it was taken out of their pay. Yeah, they took um, it out of their pay. Totally worth it, though. It looked. I think it made it look a bit more gritty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. I thought it was, um, yeah, I thought it was a lot of um, grimy kind. Of, yeah, it, it looked like. I think it looked as 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 kind of cinematic as. Let's go back to Joker 
wanted to be, but wasn't, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. The um, the only thing that I know, and I, and I missed it because we were talking about it, um, is that the the cabinet, you know, when he leans on the cabinet and smashes the cabinet. Yeah. Uh, Regarding leans on that. That wasn't, that wasn't supposed, well, it, it, it was supposed to happen, but they'd kind of wired it to explode. Oh, is that a time, Charles? And, and they, they didn't know what was going to be there. Doing it. And so they set it off, which is why everyone kind of goes, oh! <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, which is, well, uh, one of the appraisers or one of the jurors was a real juror as well. Apparently they were, um, when they were doing the, the f- looking for material for the film and, and looking at, because I think he followed the juror about, he followed the bookie, Followed, so he'd done a lot of research Adam Sandler but one of the people they found actually made it onto the film so one of those people within that environment is a real uh, jeweller coming with one right. oh fantastic hey good stuff um, right I'm all out mate um, just have a quick check yeah that's it <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm so excited no, no more no more bits of no more bits of information about sphincter muscles, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, one more, one more, one more. Oh, the poster for this film it shows uh, Adam Sandler holding the cheek where he got shot. I don't think I've seen the poster. Uh, go get yourself one of uh, some kind of best films of two thousand nineteen. Have a look at the poster and look at where his his hand is. All right, is that sounds like an IMDb fucking. Uh, data thing if ever there was one uh, <laughs> alright yeah yeah I see that. okay uh, yeah I'll give you that one you got how yeah. do you think we got on John including that really fucking tenuous one that you just came up with at the end there. Uh, how many uh, do you think we got 101 <laughs> um, 80 mate you couldn't have been closer without getting it right 79 Jesus. 79 things. Oh, Jesus. I was, I was hoping we'd bypass Highland, but it's just not to be Jesus. today. Yeah, I think if I'd um, spent a little bit more time learning about Passover. Um, yeah, 79 things uh, that we got there. That's uh, good. I, I have missed one. It's going to be 80, mate. Fugazi. They mentioned that the Rolexes are Fugazi. F-U-G-A-Z-I. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, right. And apparently that's slang for fake. The word Fugazi is slang for fake. All right. You were right. We've got eight things. Uh, uh, don't try Googling Fugazi because it just comes up with a fucking punk band called Fugazi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fake punk. Uh, yeah, he, says, he says these are Fugazi uh, and right. slang for fake in relation to the Rolexes because uh, he gives those two guys are after his... After some but money, he gives him a, a Rolex, Rolex. doesn't he? Have a Rolex. And he's like, I don't want a Rolex. And then he tries to give it back. He's like, I don't want your Rolex. Get away from me. I don't, you. Want, your, I don't <laughs> want your Fugazi Rolex. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, but I know we didn't get 100. Bits I've missed. No, no, I keep going up bits I've missed. I said we were going to come back to the Sixers. The Sixers are the, Sixers are the Philadelphia 76ers. So I don't really understand why they're called the Sixers. Can someone tell us? Um, they won three championships, the last of which was in 83. Uh, their mascot is Franklin the dog. And their coach, I said it would come back, and people were listening going, when's Doc Rivers coming back? Uh, Doc Rivers is their coach. So there you go. So we actually ended on 84, which is even more painful than 80, if I'm honest. Because oh, we're so fucking close, isn't it? That's, you you want to you carry on. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed watching the movie again. Yeah, I enjoyed, that was good. enjoyed talking about it, of course. Yeah, it was really good, really good. Um, Joker, great mate. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're the fucking joker. Um, Why I gotta? So, <laughs> follow us on the uh, follow us on the socials, please. We are a hundred things pod on Twitter. We're getting a lot of traction there. Hundred things film on Instagram. We're on Facebook. If you just search hundred things we learned from film, review us, please, in your podcast app of choice. Tell us how much you love us or how much you hate us, but give us five stars. It allows us to get around to other people and tell somebody. Tell your mum or your dad or your uncles or aunties or pals um, about how we're learning about Catholicism one week, John Amos's bod the next week, and then pass over the, the third week, uh, please. Uh, John, anything to add? No, that was just... Guys, if you if you get a chance, just watch this film. It's uh, I know we make it to be this hectic craziness, but I don't think we even scratch the surface. You've got to watch it to experience it. It's 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 gut wrenching. It's 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 it's. And to be honest, I thought it's going to be really really bleak with the subject matter. But you know, what? It, it, it's kept going. It's got a great pace. It really does. It just keeps you going. But yeah, it's it's really it's a non-stop. It? Oh, it's 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 really constant. It's constant. Like. It's a really short two hours. Yeah, it's enough in Hardcore Henry, and that was <laughs> that was <laughs> that was that was a that was a, <laughs> that kept me going for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I've been Mark, and I've been here. <laughs> I've been joined. <laughs> Cheers, uh, and we have been. 84 things, perilously close to 100 things, that we learned from the Safety Brothers Uncut Gems. See you next week. Bye-bye.